You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 527, Apple Event, Mini Minimized. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome to My Map Podcast 527. And yes, you heard the dulcet tones of someone who we've had on before. And the reason for that is because, well, uh, yeah, Guy's away. Yes, he's away again. Can you believe it? So, filling in his big shoes, the Mac Money. How are you? That's a very tall order. It is. It is. It is. It, well, I don't know how big his feet are, but perhaps we won't. They're go pretty that. big. I've seen them. Okay, <laughs> we were. We, we perhaps won't go there because, of course, guy is somewhere in the state of Florida, um, and I can't quite remember whether he's enjoying himself or not. But we'll we'll probably find out in a couple of weeks because he won't be here next week either. And I've already got another guest lined up for next week they just keep they it's funny how people jump in when either guy or myself are not about so yeah are you trying to say i'm trendy (laughs) well (laughs) you are trend you are trendy trendy you are trendy yeah yeah absolutely of course you are (laughs) i'm sure he's enjoying himself wherever he is he he knows how to make fun out of any any anything i'm sure absolutely absolutely well my my uh mac experience this this week's been Fairly limited. I've been uh, uh, busy at work, but I've got a bit of a sad face on because I think that actually it might be the last Mac Mini I buy. Well, mm-hmm. mm, we all know that's not really mm-hmm. going to be the case, don't we? Because, uh, yeah, I think that actually I probably will end up buying one, but more of that You think later. you'll get one of the new ones? The more, limited, yeah, yeah. Limited we, edition. Yeah. I'm going to start calling it the Mac Mini Limited Edition. Absolutely. It's quite limited, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we'll the talk. The Mac Mini LE. We'll talk about that later, I think. Okay. <laughs> I've not. I haven't updated. I haven't updated to Yo Semi yet. No Yo Semi for you. Yo, huh? no Yo Semi for no me yet. Not sem- yet. Semitized. Not because of all the issues, though. Mm. Hang on a minute. Mm. What issues? Because to be <laughs> honest, I, I've not heard too many issues. I've heard one or two, but not not a great deal of them. But uh, mainly because of time, and uh, I'll probably do it next weekend, and then completely ruin all of my podcasting capabilities. And we probably won't have a show next week. But we'll we'll have to see that. But again, that's uh, Yosemite, which we'll get back to a little bit later because there was an event which was announced. Now, Melissa. Have you been doing anything special with your Mac or iOS devices this week? Yes, I've been prepping. Uh, I used to I used to have the luxury of being able to wait a good few, I don't know, maybe six months. I mean, I can remember clearly waiting a good six months or more before I would upgrade to the next version because it just seemed like it took that long to to listen to everybody talking about getting the bugs out and everything. But now more and more since, you know, I do consulting work on the side and so... 
I've run into a couple of situations in the past few years where I get a panicked phone call or, or that email with the, the ever so famous subject line, help. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's always, oh, I clicked the message or I clicked the button. Because, you know, as you know, Apple's made it so easy to upgrade nowadays. Yeah. And yeah. it's just so much easier that people are doing it without really necessarily wanting to or knowing what they're really getting themselves into. So that kind of compounds things a little bit and it makes me have to kind of do that update a little bit quicker so that I can get to it. But I still need to figure out a way, and I think I have it figured out, to keep something legacy around for then everybody else that hasn't pressed the button <laughs> and done the upgrade. So uh, I actually still have, I think what I'm going to do is I still have the original hard drive in my laptop. When I, I upgraded this, I, put, I dropped an SSD into it, and I used the uh, optical drive, uh, the, the bay there, to, to yep. put the SSD in. So I still have the original hard disk. Um, and I think what I'm going to do is, and that's still formatted to Mountain Line. So I think I'm going to keep that as it is and maybe boot into that if I need to go back to the old interface. That's my plan. Anyway. So what So what machine do you have? I still have an, a 2009 MacBook Pro. Right. So you could you could get like a, one of these toasters, a, 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 um, a unit which you plug your uh, the hard drive into and boot from, from it that way? Yes. Right. And I do have one of those. I do have one of those. And I'm using that for time machine backups and things like that. So, yeah. so that's what I'm kind of doing to prepare is I'm making sure everything's, of course, because we always say you have to backup, backup, backup. So I'm making lots of backups and multiple backups and, you know, just so that I'm, I don't find myself without a working machine because I have to have a working machine. It's, Absolutely. It's, you know, Absolutely. it's crucial to my to my business and being able to uh, pay for the Halloween costumes that my kids and husband are out shopping for right now. <laughs> do, you, so. do you think the fact that Apple have made it so much easier to upgrade and that generally, you know, I, I, yes, we do have the issues. And, and let's put the, the iOS issues um, that they had recently to one side slightly. Sure. Um, please. But, please. Do you, but do you think the fact that they have made it easier to upgrade and people kind of just go with it, that that's caused the problem because generally the geeks would always go first and and iron out those issues and then and then obviously the company producing the os whoever it is because it's not just apple would then obviously be able to find all those bugs in real life i know they put testing out there but it's never until you put you know something out into the uh, the wilds or the jungle that you really get all of the um, all of the problems arising and kicking, you know, and coming out. So the fact they've made it easier, and the fact that it generally is okay, um, do you do you think that it's kind of that they're kind of petard with their own uh, scarf, as it were, because they because they've made it easier. So many more people go out there, and a lot of those people, any slight adjustment or difference causes them to panic. Hence, mm-hmm. then calling you know us to say mm-hmm. what's going on and you just go it's okay just click mm-hmm. here and move on i do a lot of a lot of sighing a lot of eye rolling yeah. <laughs> uh, yes the answer is yes it definitely does cause problems but i think it's it's not so much it's not all about just the way things are right now as far as it being much more easily able to be updated just for your common person not just geeks i mean yes it's it's true i mean always the geeks in the past have always been the first ones to take one for the team and yep. you know go out and 
be those bleeding edge early adopters. And we always had this huge disparity between the bleeding edge early adopters and the rest of everybody else, you know, muggles, whatever you want to call them, uh, your mom, your grandma, your grandpa, you know, people, normal folk that are not like you and I. And so, um, but now, like I just said, starting out, I mean, it is that much easier for people to update. And so they almost do it without really knowing what they're yes. doing. Yeah. And then they find yeah. themselves like with this different interface. And to us, a lot of times it's a, it's a, just a fresh coat of paint. But to them, it's like, wait a minute, yeah. that's yeah. not what I'm used to doing. And, you know, people's muscle memories get all confused. And, you know, these are the areas that I kind of specialize in in my own personal consulting. So, yeah, it concerns me a lot. Um so, yes, on one hand, it's easier to update, but then also we live in, and I'm just going to call it this because I've been wanting to say this for a while. I think we live in a very gated community nowadays. Everything turns into a gate when there's a problem. It's, oh, it's bend gate. It's, yeah, you know, antenna yeah, gate. Everything yeah, gets yeah. gated at some point in time. So, it's like, <laughs> all right, brace yourself. Here we go. <laughs> what What's going to be the major drama this time? And so, yeah, that's why I said I, I kind of sit back and do a lot of science and eye rolling and I try really hard to take the Twitter feeds with a grain of salt you know just last night because as I said I'm preparing for the Yosemite update and so it used to be that I would kind of sit back and watch my friends my colleagues you know everybody the bleeding edge early adopters go and take the plunge take one for the team and do the updates and then I kind of read their feedback and read what they see and you know kind of think okay well you know can I afford to wait Ah, maybe I'll wait you know nowadays I find myself more and more on that bleeding edge along with everybody else. Yeah. But in addition to that, then you have all the Twitter hashtags and even in Facebook. And, you know, you see people complaining about things that they probably never would have complained about just a year ago, I think even. So it has gotten a lot more media attention, even with the iOS problems aside. I mean, that kind of that, the, all those problems kind of have set the tone, unfortunately, set the tone kind of for Yosemite. It's like, okay, here we go. <laughs> Here's yeah. all the problems, you know. But yeah, I mean, there used to be kind of a joke, you know, us Mac users would kind of joke amongst each other that we're kind of Apple's beta testers. Yes, like you said, you know, of course they do all kinds of testing, but any kind of testing on any kind of product, I mean, there's, there's just, it just seems like it's never enough, you know. They pour so many resources and money at R and D, but it just seems like it's well, never enough. You can't, you no, just can't I, make everyone happy all the time. I think, yeah, I think that's the prob- the problem. They've got, there is so much going on, and there are so many sections and areas where you know everybody seems to think that it's just one guy that knows all of the problems and 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 can you know muggles think that mm-hmm. I think and it you know and and he'll fix it whereas they don't realize there are teams and teams and teams of coders doing this stuff and you know they're all responsible for different areas and uh, sometimes it's difficult to to make sure that everything that you're using is going to be working because there are so much different um so many different peripherals out there and I think yeah, people people forget I that I don't think you can accommodate every single individual unique no variable that there can be out there and that's just the nature of it but people like you said they don't know they don't understand and then what really bugs me about it the most is that they simply just don't care and and that's where I get really kind of worked up at, at times I, I sort of allow myself to fall into that pit and it's it's hard to get out I, yeah, I tend to get a little yeah. upset because you know as a consultant sometimes I feel well more than sometimes I feel personally 
responsible for the user experience that, you know, any one person has. And I have to remind myself that you cannot control the user experience of every single one person. No, and it's no. not, and using the word control, it's not about being a control freak. I mean, it is in some, but not in that way. I don't want to say that, you know, I can't make someone do something a certain way, but I tend to tell them, okay, there's, I do have a method of madness here. I've experienced this and I know that these are your parameters here. So let's do it this way because, you know, I kind of know what the outcome is going to be. So, you know, it's, it's about, trying to calm people down and <laughs> reassure them. But even then, you just can't make everybody happy. No, and absolutely. that's why I said you have to kind of take it with a grain of salt. People are just going to complain. And there's just certain people out there that it's just their nature that they just, I don't know if they get off on the drama or, or what, but it just seems like they might not be happy unless they have something to complain about. So Yosemite, go ahead, upgrade. There you go. <laughs> well, actually, I mean, we're, we're just about to move on to the MyMac articles. But to be perfectly honest with you, I think what I said at the start was the fact that it's been made so easy and the fact mm-hmm. that generally there are not masses of issues is a good thing. An mm-hmm. absolute good thing. So, you know, it comes with its, you know, um, with its own issues. And those issues, I think, in comparison, are a lot smaller. And actually, we may get on to that a little bit later as well. Yeah, because so, think of the alternative. It could be Android, you know? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not going to knock Android. And I haven't got my soundboard out. So I can't <laughs> have data saying, Androids do not have fun. That's for next time. Anyway, over to the MyMac.com uh, recent articles. The first one there is a commuter series case for iPhone 6. This is a review by Wos Rolkovich. Yeah, that's a difficult one to ah. swap around, you see, because it's Wobbu and R. Anyway. Uh, this is Apple's iPhone 6. It's a beautiful piece of design and function. Thinner than previous iPhone models, larger in size. It just seems to fit one's hand perfectly. However, that thinness and the iPhone's material seem to make it something that does seem to move by itself at times, especially out of the user's hand if they forget they're carrying it around. Well, yeah, okay, carrying it, all right, I won't, I won't say anything. Add to that the tendency of most people to simply slide it into one's own pants pocket, and you might have a recipe for messing up one's brand new iPhone. Well, go over and see what Russ says about the commuter series case for iPhone 6, and how it makes it probably stick to your hand a little better. I think, I think actually, um, Melissa, that I've got... Uh, the leather case that comes from Apple on the iPhone 6. Um, I tried one at work. Somebody had one, mm-hmm. the iPhone 6, naked, as it were. Mm-hmm. And it did feel very slippery. And I'm, I, I must admit, I think if you're going to get one, you do certainly need a case with it. Aren't you one of the ones that normally doesn't put a case on? Or, I'm very no? much so, very much so. Yeah. But and and it's I do like to keep them naked, as, mm-hmm. as it were, uh, and it's just concerned me because it it I'm getting used to the size and the grip, so that the, the mm-hmm. case may disappear eventually. But at mm-hmm. this point in time, no, I'm giving myself that little bit of security. 
I don't know. I, I think you'd be surprised once you put a case on it. You might not want to take it off because as soon as you take it off, then you'll it will feel very naked. It will feel very different. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I, you know, I'm a mom, and so I just I have to. I just have this this urge to protect every little thing, even my devices. They're like my little babies, you know. You have children, so you probably yes, may yes. remember when they were tiny, wiggly little pink things, you yeah, know, yes. and yeah. you like oh. Put a put a onesie on them because it's it's you know they they stick to you and it's you know yeah you, I'm just used to putting cases on things everything. Well, so, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. I, I I think everybody if I take it off and I have an uh, an accident, I think everybody will know about it. Mm-hmm, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Would you That's like? That's one to... of the first things I consider as a case. <laughs> well, I I used to I used to, but then I basically started uh, just having them. You know my. Uh, the 4S that I had, nope. And then mm-hmm. the 5S that I had, nope. So mm-hmm. this is the first case I've had for a number of years. But um, mm-hmm. anyway, anyway, would you like to take the tech fan? Sorry, oh, I almost said what it was then. The next article. Sure, sure, no problem. So the next article is tech fan number 182. Been too long. Tim and David discussed the news from the Apple event this week, including the release of Yosemite, a new iMac and Mac Mini, iPads and much more. Plus, Tim has a new blog. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't know about that. I'll have to check that out. Uh, now, remember, if you'd like to try and write, not try and write, if you'd like to write for the uh, mymac.com website, send Mr. John Nemoroski an email. Go over to Nemo or send an email at Nemo. Gee, I always put at in. So send John an email. Nemo at mymac.com. And um, I'm sure he'll uh, take you on board and get you some stuff to review. Guy always says, send him a, a sample of your wares. Well, just contact John. I'm sure, I'm sure that he'll help you along the way. He normally does. Now, the G-Men, we get social, as everyone knows. Uh, we've got to say welcome to Heather Gardas, the latest new member in the Google Plus community. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Don't you mean... Gather hardest? <laughs> well, I was being kind because I do do something a little bit later <laughs> okay. to someone else. <laughs> oh, okay. But you're right. Oh, we might want to keep, she's new. We might want to keep her around. So. Yeah, you, 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 you are right. Uh, actually, yeah, I catch on. You do. Very, I paid attention. Very well. But I think I actually did that in the uh, Welcome to uh, Goddess Heather. Oh, so, okay. so uh, anyway, I said there's no turning back now, Heather. Uh, Eric Diaz. Now, I can't remember that's right or not. Or is it Derek Iaz? Yes. Uh, we had a brief conversation about the lack of abil- uh, ability to upgrade the Mac Mini. Uh, a little bit more later on that, I think. Um, Michael Cassell also mentioned his sadness at the lack of upgradability. And there was a little bit of um, well, general um, negativity, I think. Uh, around what was happening recently. And I've got to say, Alistair Jenks, our good friend Alistair Jenks, put us back on board and he he righted the ship and put us back um, en route to saying... As he does. As he does, yeah, saying (laughs) saying, things are not quite so bad. So go over to the G+, join in and uh, see what's going on over there. Uh, We had an email from uh, John, or I had an email from John, with reference to my MDB uh, pick last week. And John said, you can take their user ratings very seriously. I have learned that anything less than a seven is usually a waste of time. 
And he says, let me know if you need me to expand on that before you mention it next week's show. No, John, I think we understand where you're coming from. Uh, I think we ought to have you on soon and then you, you can you can just talk to your heart's content. He said also that movies or TVs, they have high sevens or occasionally an eight, are typically very, very good. And that was from Nemo. Now, do you remember what we have to say? To take oh, us out of a section. I do. And I didn't Stick. I didn't prep you for this, so no, I'm gonna no, be I could well be very impressed. I'm waiting to be very impressed. Okay, are you ready? I'm I'm waiting. Stand by to stand by. And we'll be right back. Oh, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Yay! I'm Elisa Pasali. I'm Suze Gilbert. I'm Vicki Stokes. And we're the three geeky ladies. You could be watching Hoarders. Or you could be reading Fifty Shades of Grey. You could be ghost hunting. Or you could be listening to the three geeky ladies. So put down that book, shut off the TV, and turn on your iPod. And listen to the three geeky ladies. Find us on iTunes under the Stoplight Network. They podcast naked. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the second section of the Mighty MyMac podcast. Uh, guyless, but not tooless. <laughs> right. What do I mean by that? Well, there's still another person here. She, she's not left me. Well, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it, it can happen. It can happen. Um, now, a couple of things. Uh, one thing that would make Guy very, very, very sad, and that is the, uh, well, the hiatus that is now Macworld. Um, IDG have come out and Paul Kent has made the statement that it they are reserving the right um, to possibly reinstate Macworld at some point in the future, i.e. they're keep, certainly keeping hold of the name. However, i got a feeling that, the, uh, that Macworld is nigh, I would say. I don't think we're going to have any more Macworlds. Now, what do you think about that? Uh, Melissa because I've never I've never been I would have loved to have gone but I never really had the opportunity Um, but I always enjoyed the time when it was on always enjoyed watching the blogs and you know the tweets and uh, I seemed to have a a bit of a connection with it while it was going on so were you able ever to go along to one on and what what do you (laughs) think in general about it? Well, that's what's so special about this topic, because last year was the first year that I went. Out of all the years, last year was the first, and sad to say, probably the last year that, that, I, that I've gone. And it's, it's really special. It, it took me a lot. It really took me a lot of uh, preparing and 
just, uh, it took me a lot to get out there. I mean, not just financially, but, you know, emotionally and physically, you know, physically it was, it was a big, big, tall order for me. Um, So that was actually the second time that I actually hung out with Guy. So the first time was years ago when, when my littlest was very little, still a baby yet. uh, I went to visit my, our dear friend, Pat Fouquet, who lives not far. Yeah. So she lives not far from where Guy lives. And so I went to visit her. And so Guy and actually, um, Kevin came over to visit. So we actually had a little hangout a few years ago. Cool. So, yeah, it was very nice. So I got to visit with Kevin and Guy. And <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, at Macworld, I hung out with Guy. Took There's a few selfies floating out, out there. So. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah. Do you, do you think, do you think, sad. do you think this was always going to happen after Apple left the event? Um, I mean, um, people, people, did say that that was going to happen. And uh, I think a lot of people were quite surprised that it lasted as long as it did. But um, it it does make it difficult. You know, they've got to have the throughput and, you know, no no negativity against IDG here because you've got to make these things pay and you've got to make these things work. And um, Right. Got to be able to justify it, I'm sure. Yeah. I I tend to agree with the sentiment just because there's so much of it. it. You know, everything's pretty consistent. There's not really... I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that, you know, disagreed and said, no, 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 it's going to be fine. It's going to go on forever and ever. Um, so I tend to just agree with pretty much the sentiment because everybody else has been there and been going there for, for many, many years. I've just been like you up until last year. I was kind of a, a not so innocent bystander and just kind of, you know, enjoying everything. And, oh, I wish I was there. And, you know, I got really, really close. Let's see, the year the year before, I think it was two years before this last year, I got so, I was so close to going. And then uh, I think what ended up happening was I hesitated too long and everybody had gotten sick at the time and I waited too long to pull the trigger. And then the the flight prices just quadrupled in price and, you know, just kind of left me out. Uh, But it was, I actually ended up being, you know, it, I have to kind of plan it around sickness and with my family and, you know, my children, they're just now getting to be the ages where I can go yes. away for an yes. extended period of time. Yes. Up until that point, I just didn't have that luxury. I mean, my husband has always been so incredibly supportive and he's always been urging me to go, even even when the children were, in my opinion, a little bit too small to be left for that long amount of time. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this past year, I just... Uh, I, I, I cracked under the pressure of, of my friends and family saying, you, you need to go, you need to go. And, and aren't you now glad that you did? Because oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, it, I'd, love, I'd love to have gone, but it was really commitment again, the same thing. And sure. it was, if I was going to go to California without Mrs. G, she'd have mm-hmm. probably strung me up. And the pro- But the problem <laughs> is, if I'd taken right. her, she would really not have been interested in, right. you know, in the tech side and in the Mac side. And I would have been going and seeing all these people who would have welcomed her with open arms and she'd have, you know, felt right at home. But it's just not her thing. So, it's, you know, it yeah, would have been difficult. Really difficult. It would have it's been very difficult. difficult for families and spouses um, of, of people who <laughs> – these poor people that are married to us <laughs> that have to <laughs> deal with our, our little social life here and everything. <laughs> but my husband's the same way. I mean, he does – you know, even though people are – you know, everybody kind of knows who he is by now. And, you know, they would welcome him with open arms just the same. He does feel a little, you know, socially awkward. And I mean, I'm, believe it or not, I know it's hard to believe, but even I have issues with social anxiety. I'm fine <laughs> when I'm, you know, you can't see the huge piles of laundry that surround me right now. And I'm just totally okay with that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, when you can see the, the the bags under my eyes and see how tired I am, yeah, I'm not so okay with that. So yeah. 
yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's hard to get out there in front of people and, and actually be there in the space. And once you're there, it's it's great. And oh my God, it just totally, totally overwhelmingly welcoming. And it was fantastic. Um, I, I have a f- sneaky feeling that actually there's going to be some meetups. There's going to be some international oh, yeah. meetups, which, you know, which going to uh, kind of not take the place, but there, I right. think certainly there's going to be a few podcasters which are going to want to get together. And I, I can, I can see that happening. Definitely see that. Right. Happening. There's definitely so much opportunity because you can't just take something like this. I wouldn't say take it away, but you can't just <clears> end <throat> something like this because there's just a, there's a part of us, the soul of it and the passion of it that is just, you could take Apple away, you could take the vendors away, but that will still remain. And that's what was, I think, in my opinion, that's what was driving it. And that's what was keeping it going on after Apple pulled out. I yeah. think it was it had kind of morphed into more of a social thing because, I mean, I'll be honest, that's really what got me out there. I mean, sure, I went out to cover things for my blog, but I'm not a huge, you know, news outlet or anything like that. I mean, I could justify it. I could justify it as a business expense and all of that. And I, and I did do it for work purposes, but, you know, overwhelmingly so for the social aspect of it, because I had built up such a, a network of colleagues that I can, you know, talk to and get, business experience and you know just so it was so so much value you know and I mean Paul Kent just made it so special and he was so welcoming and you know it was just amazing to just hang out with him and get to see him rocking out you know front row and center and uh, just have warm fuzzies all over about the whole thing I'll just really loud if we keep now, talking to- yeah absolutely and I, I can now see Guy he's he's listening to this in on it one of his commutes somewhere over and I can see he's actually got a handkerchief out and he's wiping a tear from his eye now so sorry guy but um <laughs> there you go right let's let's move on to um something else which happened last week which was uh well it wasn't a <sighs> it's funny this one because it kind of appeared not out of nowhere but it, it apple after the last last big event which obviously they spoke about ios and they spoke about the um iPhone, uh, and they also watch. spoke about the watch. Um, they then, not long after, announced the f- next event, which was last week. And everybody was fully expecting um, probably an update to IMAX, but there seemed to be quite a bit of expectation with reference to Mac Minis. And also, I, I think there was even some possibility that people thinking that actually the logo might change. Well, I don't think that was ever on the cards. But um, Apple did have an event. Um, they came out with not only a new iMac and new Mac Mini, which we'll get on to, but they've come out now with the new iPad Air or the uh, iPad Air 2, which is now available in three colors rather than the two that it was before. So the extra color is now gold. Um, I think it's reduced a tad in price, or if it's still the same, but it's $4.99 for the 16 gigabyte. That's dollars, $5.99 for 64 and $6.99 for the 128. Bit of a jump between the 16 and 64. And um, I think that's I think that's a little naughty actually because I I don't think 16 gigabyte is yeah. is useful totally to agree. anyone. It, it yeah. you know and you bought it and by the time you find out that actually 16 gigabyte isn't enough, you're probably not going to be able to take it back and get it changed. So I I think that's just a little naughty. But I have to go on a rant about that. <laughs> I, I just I have to. I think 16 gigs. <laughs> awful and you know you know why because you know who's going to use you you know what normally the 16 gigabyte is 
is targeted for the education market. Mm. You know why? Because schools, you know, are poor and their and their infrastructure but, as far as finances is gutted. So those are the people that end up the poor souls that end up with the sixteen gig models. Yeah, well, I, 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 I but I do wonder whether. They're actually, uh, I'm not sure what they've still got available in the, I think they've still got the um, iPad um, Air available uh, in various sizes. I'm pretty sure that's the case. Yeah, but the problem is they're not going to buy the various sizes. They're going to go for the lowest bid, the lowest bottom, you know, they're going to say, oh, we want to upgrade our school and we want to become tech savvy. So let's get everybody iPads and everybody gets excited about it. And then they get their iPads and then they try to install apps on them. And, if, and everybody knows by now, or they should know, or the people that are in the position of making these, these big financial decisions don't know any better, obviously, that all the education apps and all the kid apps, they take up so much room. You know, so you give them this, here you go, here's your iPad, be all excited about it. And they get all the kids all worked up and all the teachers all worked up. And then they get them. And they can put like three apps on them, and that's it. You know, yeah, it that's so. Yeah, I do. I do agree that that um, I, I think it is a little bit naughty, but it's the way they work. The iPad Air, the original one, is still available, and I think there is a difference of about. Uh, let me just have a look. I think the difference between three ninety nine. So it's a there's about eighty pounds difference in the UK. So that's probably about one hundred and ten, hundred and twenty dollars, uh, perhaps a bit more in in the well, US. I seem to but, remember a lot of people saying that there was a hundred dollar price point difference, and that basically it was like they. I don't know if this is a fair comparison or not, but it's the one that was out there, and the sentiment is that yes, you're you're getting a new model, <clears> and what are you getting? Well, you're paying an extra hundred dollars for the fingerprint sensor, the Touch ID, for Touch, yeah. ID, for touch yeah, ID, and yeah. that's that's what you're paying for. And so they're basically attaching this one hundred dollar, or in your case, eighty euros, I guess, price tag to Touch ID. And I don't know if that's necessarily fair, but that is the general sentiment right yeah. now. Well, they also brought out. In fact, they they also mentioned uh, briefly, uh, <laughs> hence the title of this podcast. Yes. Mini minimized. Uh, they mentioned very briefly the iPad uh, Mini Three, which starts at three ninety nine dollars, and. Both of those items uh, are shipping um, this week. They weren't available from the Apple event, but they're actually going to be available by the, probably by the time or close by the time you, you get this particular podcast. Um, they also dropped the price of the iPad mini, uh, which is now 249 and the iPad mini 2, which is now 299 for the base models. Uh, and the iPad Air, yes, is three ninety nine. That's right. So it's a hundred dollars uh, difference, and that that is the six. There is a sixteen and thirty two gigabyte version of the iPad Air, the original one. Um, but uh, yeah, I agree. I, I do think that the, the, they've jumped up. You know, the, the mid range is now sixty four rather than thirty two, and um, you know they've gone from sixteen to sixty four. I still, you know, even if they didn't want to go to thirty two, is there an option to go? You know, somewhere between sixteen and, and thirty two because that would have been better but they've obviously got their reasons we're not clever well, they, we're, they do i just wish that it didn't make them look greedy because it's, it's <laughs> always been that apple's always had that yeah, great you know yeah. having the customer in mind and you know always catering to the to the customer's needs and that sort of thing and it does feel 
I have to. I just have to admit, but, it feels but, uh, a little bit sell-out-ish, you know, that they've. But I, that, but I have a feeling, though, uh, uh, Melissa, that actually, if there are any contracts out there and large contracts out there, which obviously the the Apple have their sales guys out for the, this sort of mm-hmm. thing, that mm-hmm. um, they're probably got their pricing ready for those larger contracts. It's the smaller schools that probably mm-hmm. suffer most. Those yes. schools that can't, you know, um, aren't don't have the ability to have large agreements and and mm-hmm. have a big buying power to get those sorts of discounts, which uh, the extra well, dis- the extra discounts. Are, that's all I see. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's the shame of it. But you know, it's new. They've kept they've kept the price downish. Um, mm-hmm. I certainly like the look of the new iPad Air, and I mm-hmm. certainly liked the look of the two demonstrations that they did on it. Did you see those at all? Oh yeah! In fact, I I have my my iPad fourth generation here, and I every time I put my thumb on it, I I secretly wish it had Touch ID. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there is that. I was actually thinking about the software. Uh, with yeah. Pixelmator and oh oh Pixelmator was oh my gosh I, I was I get so excited I get I was actually clapping I was actually like I, I was this was I have to say that this this Apple event was for in my opinion it was one of the best most most smoothest say that ten, ten times real fast uh, the smoothest experience I mean I literally sat down turned on my TV yeah. and it was you know two clicks and I was there Agreed. and it was it was ready and there was no buffering and there was no refreshing and I mean, I watched it on my Apple TV, but even despite, I mean, there was no, never once did I see the progress bar, no, ever. No, I didn't have any issues it at was, all. I either. sat there with my iPhone. Now, normally when I watch an event, I get out the laptop and I'm all, you know, looking at, I'm watching all the snark fly by and the snark fur, as it were. But I didn't do any of that this time. I, I It was just so simple and so relaxed and so casual. And I just literally just sat down. I my little boy was home for the day because he had fall break. And I said, now, look, mommy, mommy's going to watch her show right now. And <laughs> you'd be good. And you Yeah, know, it's played, my turn. Yeah, it's right, my right, turn. Exactly. Yeah. No My Little Pony for you, darn it. And it's going to be the <laughs> Apple event. And you're going to like it. You don't like it. Go in the other room. Well, oh, I was... Don't go in the other room. Don't don't suck up the bandwidth. Yeah, <laughs> go, yeah. That, go, well, go actually, <laughs> having said, yeah, actually, I was um, I was Skyping with uh, Mike Potter and Barry Falk because okay. we, we, always, oh. we always do a reaction time where we basically okay. watch the event and report on it. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, other people have done that. Well, I'm just going to put a shout out for Mike Potter here because we've been doing that since 2008. That's so, correct. so na na poo sucks. Anybody that thinks that we're copying anybody else, I'd say they were copying Mike Potter because we, he's been doing that for a long time and there it's, and it's always good fun. And there's an awful lot of people that actually watch the keynote afterwards and follow out. They, they listen to the podcast as well and, and listen to our silly comments that we make. But anyway, so I was doing that. I was watching the actual um show as well over over the web over um safari and so again you on your laptop and okay. well no on f- through the mac mini through the mac oh, mini okay uh-huh. my mac mini oh, <laughs> we'll get mini. onto that we'll get that onto <laughs> a minute um and um i had no problems at all now i did hear somebody say oh it kept stuttering for me so so i had to get over to my ipad which i was streaming it on and then it'd stutter there so i'd go over to the apple tv which i was streaming it on and it occasionally stutter there and i'm thinking dude Dude, you just answered your own question. Right. <laughs> it, it, probably three streams, same piece. Why are you doing uh-huh. that? 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> but anyway. Well, you know, because that's what we've been kind of trained to do. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. you got to get ready. You know, you got to have like three yeah, different sources so that true. in case one fails, you've got redundancy. We, it's redundancy. We, you know, but that's that's what was such a pleasant surprise for me because normally I do do that. And this I th- time I just took a chance and I thought, I'm just going to put this on the Apple TV. And, you know, I was ready. They, I was had, ready they, certainly, they certainly had to have a solid uh, performance. Yeah. And I think they did. I think it was a solid. Yeah. I think it was a solid performance, both with the equipment they were, they, they, you know, bringing on board, and also with mm-hmm. the with the stream and the performances from. I yeah. mean, they were having fun there. I know it's a smaller they audience, were. but they it, it they was, did seem to be I having fun. I thought it was fantastic. I think they made up for yeah. the, the last one. Is yeah. what I was thinking. I, I think I think the last one though is it's got they've got to be a little bit more serious about that though because mm-hmm. it's a much bigger audience, isn't it? So that's that's probably why. Well, you know what the litmus test I think is for that is when you find out that people who normally don't pay attention to these sorts of things, you know, it's like what we were talking about before. Normally, it would be the geeks and the the tech people on the bleeding edge that pay attention to this sort of thing. And now you start to have people who didn't used to pay attention are now paying attention. And I'm going to just call out my brother because I know he doesn't listen to this, but I was looking through his his, uh, Instagram feed the other day and he he had posted a picture and it showed that he was watching Tim Cook on stage on the previous event and I was like, my brother, the the Apple hater, is watching this and he's not so much an Apple hater anymore because he has an iPhone. But I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, how things okay. have changed. How things have yeah, changed. Yeah, that was a little bit of a shocker to me. And I thought, yeah, more and more eyeballs are definitely on these things. So <laughs> definitely, they had to really really step it up and and you can see it mm-hmm. and they've they've shown for it because. Yeah, I like I like the word you're using. I was going to say presentation, but you said performance, and I think that actually performance is a better word because yeah, yeah. it was. It was a really good performance, and it, it did. It felt like a, a performance or like almost like a tech kind of like rock show in a way. <laughs> I mean, it just seemed like they were pulling out all the stops, and I then agree. they had, they had Stephen agree. Colbert, and I thought, oh, this, this is fun. This is really awesome. So I had a great time watching it. I was... Yeah, like just what we were talking about with, with Pixelmator and one password showed up and I was like, yay! And I, yeah, you know, I, I that, tweeted I, a little I thought emoji. that's right. Yeah, I thought the one password, you know, because they used yeah. that a couple of times on the, using yeah. the, t- the Touch ID and I thought they got a good shout out. And then when uh-huh. Pixelmator came on and they did the, the presentation and then also the, 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 I think it was a French company that did the video thing called Replay. That that uh-huh. went really well as well, and I think they've certainly learned from that. Because a lot of people used to complain about the demos that they had and how long they were. And if you notice, mm-hmm. both of those were really short, sharp demonstrations. Well, part of that was due to uh, Hair Force One there, Fred, 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 <laughs> yeah. Frederick. It was it was so funny. It was like you know Tim Cook gets up there with this you know cool. Texan slow yeah, yeah. Draw. draw, and then you have Craig Federico, and he's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I actually said something right there, but that's what it sounds like. It sounds like yeah. he's talking really, 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 really <laughs> fast. It's like, dude, coffee much? Yeah, absolutely. Well, they also mentioned that Apple Pay is coming. I think just to the states on Monday. Not soon enough. Not soon enough. No. Not soon enough. I just read an article. I don't know if I should link it to, to the show notes that I guess uh, United States here, we're finally getting chips in our cards <laughs> coming soon. Like, you know, you're, I mean, you guys have had it for how long you're now? So, you're so 1980s. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, yeah, I don't it, think we've had it quite that long, but we've had them for a long, long time. It the is, it is the normal. With, I'm so sick and tired of getting phone calls from the bank saying that my card, you know, has fraudulent activity and we've got to reissue a new card and ugh. 
Oh, it I still feel- happens. It still happens, but it does make the whole process a lot more secure, and it, it, it's, it's mm-hmm. a certainly a lot rarer, I think, in Europe. But I'm not so, going to say it's foolproof. So what happens? Can you just walk me through what happens when you make a purchase? Let's say, you know, you go grocery shopping. Do you still swipe your card or do you tap it? Or no, what, 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 what they've got is they've got, a, um, they've got a, a similar unit, but they're actually much more compact now. And basically by the till, by what, basically where the customer stands, you've mm-hmm. got a, a device which you slide your card into with the, okay, the chip Okay, so end. that's the same. So that's, you, you, you slide the card in and it's all in your control. The, the mm-hmm. cashier never touches your card. So right. you slide it in, it then you check the amount on the um the little screen which it has and there's a little uh-huh. number pad and it's got like a little hood over it so nobody right. you know, sl- supposedly to protect you anybody else from seeing your yeah, number but right. you, you know you know how that goes and exactly. you you put in your pin and mm-hmm. then it authorizes it you take the card out and then you walk away with whatever good goods you've got. Now, okay, so I am used to that then because that's how I would say ninety percent of my transactions go. Yeah, well, we there's still occasionally a signature required. No, we never have a signature. Never have a never signature. have a signature. Okay. No. So you don't even have to go through the special hell that is getting out that little pen and nope, signing on nope, the little screen. No, nope, no, nope, nope, oh, I hate those nope. things. Well, I I also use we've also got the chip and pin. The um in a couple of shops close to me, I've already got where I put my card on the device if it's below a certain amount and it will pay it automatically Ah. so this thing with apple pay we've kind of already got it within Ah. some capability on our cards so we're already so you're the beta testers (laughs) yeah probably probably (laughs) okay but uh, i actually what i like though about the the iphone and the apple pay version is the fact that not only would i put my device on the unit just to pay but it would need me to obviously put my thumb on the Touch ID sensor to authorize it, which I think is a much better process. Well, I'm excited for it. I mean, I, I now where does that leave me though? I mean, I obviously don't have the iPhone six or the six plus yet. I mean, I'm planning on getting it. It's just a matter of time as far as contract and stuff is concerned. And I'm still on the fence as to whether or not I'm going to go with the next uh, plan because I'm on AT&T, but that's neither here nor there. But um, the other day, I wondered about it because the other day I went, and I don't normally shop at Walgreens, but we have Walgreens here. That's like our little pharmacy company. And right. I went to get something because I was on the way home and I knew I could probably only find it there. And uh, when I went to check out, it said on the little, you know, the little hooded device that we were just talking about, it said, you know, swipe card or tap device or tap phone, I think it said. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. Mm. And that's the first time I had seen that. So yeah. I just wonder. And, and at first I thought, ooh, is this like Well, it's been, the- has it not been around for some of uh, the Android devices already? Right. And that's what I was going to say next. And I, that's the, but that was the first time that I had actually seen right. it on okay. the actual, the, the little unit that you pay with. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, well, I bet that's for the Android devices with the, what is it, the NFC? NFC, yeah. NFC, yeah. So NFC? I thought, oh, that's it, probably, I, NFC, I know, yes. I'm having a brain freeze right at the moment. But, <laughs> near, <laughs> but I think near, it's for field, those something devices. Rather. Yeah, yeah. But now I think that there's, we'll have to get into it technically was, but I think that there was some mention that there were certain stores that had already had the, if, if it's the NFC chip, that already have that. So, you know, Walgreens would be one example of that. Um, but that they weren't going to then, because they were already equipped with that and it was already already working there, they weren't going to then actually have 
Apple Pay on top of that, or that there was going to be some other kind of little module that they were going to be able to attach to it, and so that they, you do both. But I'm still confused as to how it's going to work in the U.S. as to if it's going to be consistent with all stores. I I really I do not see my little my little pocket on the back of my phone going away anytime soon. I, I still no, think I'm going to absolutely. have to carry my car. I, I agree with you, so. and I, th- I think that's the thing. The the fact is that actually, uh, for a number of years yet there are still yeah. going to be very varied reasons or um, mm-hmm. processes for you to be able to pay. I mean, you can still pay by check in the UK. People still accept checks, but, <laughs> yeah, you, very, <laughs> but you very rarely see people use it. Yeah. But you can still pay by cash and everybody has, right. still has cash. So, you know, there are, there are various different methods that people will still be using for a, a little while yet. Anyway, let's, let's move on to the next, uh, the next bit. Um, the... The next item to be announced was an iMac, but I'm going to jump into the Mac Mini first and then come back to the iMac because I don't want I don't want to end this on a, too much of a downer. Right. Now, I saw that they mentioned the Mac Mini and again, uh with reference to the uh title of the show, Mac Mini Minimized, uh it was a very quick mention about the uh Mac Mini and I actually yes. they they don't brought blinker, you won't see it. They, absolutely. They did bring the price down slightly. Um, I think by hundred dollars. So it's now mm-hmm. it now starts at four ninety nine in the US. However, we have subsequently found that actually there is now no upgradable RAM. You have to get basically when if you're going to buy a Mac Mini now, max it out. Don't mm-hmm. don't think that you can swap out and, and increase the RAM because you cannot. Which saddened me. A little bit, although it wasn't too... I know that people say that they put a, a premium on the RAM, which Apple probably do, but there you go. That's that's their want. That's what they want to do. That's fine. But what saddened me even just a little bit more was the fact that now I can't... I, I've recently data doubled my current Mac Mini, mm-hmm. and it was really useful because my iPhoto library was getting so big that it was right. eating up my hard drive and I would have had to have gone to some ridiculously sized hard drive. Um, and I, what, so what I've done was basically put my um, iPhoto library onto a data doubled hard drive within the Mac Mini. And mm-hmm. it worked really well and it's working really well. And I thought, new Mac Mini's out. They've upgraded the processor. They've upgraded graphics. Superb. And they've I, gra- downgraded the price. Let's grab they've, one. They've, <laughs> downgraded the price i'm gonna go for it and then and i actually had uh, my button or uh, the uh, mouse pointer over the you're the third person i've heard say that now and it was ready and i'd upgraded it i didn't go for the top level one because you could actually upgrade the cpu on the middle sec- uh, middle item and i mm-hmm. didn't upgrade the ram because i thought i'll be able to do that separately and yep. i'll be able to do the hard drive and for some reason i didn't say bye and then I heard about the fact that the RAM is soldered in, so you need mm-hmm. to you need to order it when you um, when you uh, you need to add the RAM when you order it. But then I found pay the Apple tax. But then I absolutely. But then I found out that also you can't upgrade the hard drive, um, and you certainly can't put a data doubled hard drive in there. Is what I'm hearing. And it also has, creates a loss of the warranty if you do so, if you do right. change hard drives. So yep. I was just a little saddened by that. But Made everybody very trigger shy. Yeah, yeah. But I think well, I know what's going to happen because I've got no reason to buy an iMac. I've got two perfectly adequate, really good 
Dell screens. I know people mm-hmm. moan about and jump up and down about Dell, but actually the two screens have got twenty, both twenty-one inches, um, and they're. I've heard the opposite. I heard the Dell screens are some of the best. Well, yeah, and I I would agree with that because I not I've, their computers, but no, their no, but their screens are absolutely superb, and I've never right. had any problems with the with these screens, and they're, they're absolutely great, and certainly good for looking at the photos. At. So I don't want to go out and buy an iMac because then I'd have two screens or at least one extra screen doing nothing. Anyway, so for me, it's either a Mac Mini. Hold on, I'll, I'll give you my address after the. <laughs> Yeah, okay, <laughs> okay. Solved, no. Yeah. Um, so it's either for me a Mac mm-hmm. Pro or a Mac Mini. Well, I don't need the power of a Mac Pro, and the Mac Mini mm-hmm. perfectly suffice. So I was really looking forward to it, and I thought, oh, damn. But I know what's going to happen. I'll probably still end up buying one eventually. But what it means, because one good thing that they have done is obviously upgrade the USB ports to USB 3, which they had to do. But they've also added two Thunderbolt ports. Mm-hmm. Then now they've taken away the FireWire port, but you can get adapters from Thunderbolt to all sorts of different um, devices now. And I think that's what I'm probably going to have to end up doing eventually. But it'll mean I won't be doing it just yet. But it just right. I just had a little – my smiley face went not so smiley. Yeah, but it was nice. good that they updated them, I've got yeah, to say. Yeah, it's definitely been too long. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's the thing that I really enjoyed about this presentation or this performance, as, as you say. Um, <laughs> for me especially because my background is in, is in design and publishing. So that's where I came from. That's what introduced me to the Mac, you know, 20-some years ago. And it was really, really great to see – all of these presentations on creative, especially like Pixelmator. I mean, I just, yeah. like I said, I was cheering, I was clapping. I thought, oh, this is fantastic. And it is. It did, it, it really felt like it's been, for me personally, what I, what I took from that theme, that title was that it's been too long that they've showcased the really creative side yeah. of the Macintosh yeah. Yeah. And, and now even the iPad. You know, it's always been about gaming and it's always been about productivity, but it's been yeah, a, a little point. bit it's of a, a while point. for it to have been about creative. So it, um, it was due time to talk about creative and they certainly came up with uh, a creative device with the new retina 5k imac oh gorgeous just absolutely gorgeous now i i I must admit for a very short while i was lusting after it but i don't need the power (laughs) and i don't need the size of screen but reality distortion filter much absolutely yeah absolutely because actually i've looked at upgrading it slightly it's probably going to be close to almost three thousand pounds even I mean, the, the base unit in the mm. UK is, is uh, just under £2,000. But mm. once I looked at getting the right drive that I want and getting you know the RAM that you want, because um, I'm not sure whether it's upgradable in the in the um, 27 Retina, mm-hmm. um, it would be close to £3,000. And I really do not need to spend that sum of money on it. But well, if someone wants to, to give me one... unsolder things. <laughs> if somebody wants to give me one, that's fine. I'll love it. But actually, it did look... Gorgeous. Yeah. And the guy, do, do you think that we saw a glimpse of the new Photos app? Hmm, I'd have to look that over again. Um, if you watch, if you know the guy that mm-hmm. they showed who was doing the pictures of the Grand Canyon, who was sitting in the mm-hmm. helicopter and taking pictures of his daughter or a girl underwater. If mm-hmm. you watch, when he's working on a couple of, because they use Final Cut Pro as well, and he was using that because, of course, what mm-hmm. um, what Phil Schiller said, of course, was actually you can render in 4K because this mm-hmm. screen is so big. You'll see it in 4K, and the rest of the screen you can use with the rest of Final Cut Pro. So, I mean, mm. they've re- I think they've really thought about that. 
but he also used an application uh, with some sliders on the right hand side and some selection process at the bottom and i thought we saw a little glimpse of the new photos app so take a, take another look was, you mean on on the macintosh on you the don't on the was... twi- on the 27 inch yeah. the guy was actually using some photo app which you don't think it was pixelmator no no oh, okay no no. Well, I'll have to look at that again. Yeah, hmm. you, you, to have a have a look, and I th- I think we saw a glimpse of it, but it does look a beautiful machine, and I've got a feeling mm-hmm. that the twenty one inch will be upgraded to a Retina probably later mm-hmm. next year. But and I think the current twenty seven inch will obviously disappear into this model eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the price will have to come down from the current five K machine down to the the current. Oh, sorry, the new five K machine will, price will have to come down so they can match with mm-hmm. the current twenty seven inch IMAX but I think that will happen eventually and um, I think we'll see some Retina 21 inches um, It's actually, the, the Apple event's definitely worth watching on the Apple TV even a second time because, I mean, it did it went by so fast that you know everybody picks out little different pieces of it but yeah, that's definitely something, I'm going to go back and look for that now because <laughs> I'm curious about it because I'm always looking for those little well, Easter eggs you know? Well, we, we always want, you see, because we now, we used to follow the blogs when we did the um, yeah, Reaction the Live, live we used to follow the, yep. the blogs to report on it but now right. obviously they stream it, we watch it but when you're yeah. talking about what you're seeing and you haven't got the volume up, you do right miss a lot so i kind of always watch it twice so you always pick up a little bit more yeah right well yeah. you you guys talk i have a four-year-old so same difference i guess <laughs> <laughs> yes true true so the other thing that they obviously released was yosemite oh sorry the uh, mac yeah. mini and the imax are now available now they're actually mm-hmm. released mm-hmm. and they also said i think it was that the same day that yosemite was also released i believe or the next day whatever it was I hope a bunch of people go out and get the Mac Mini and then figure out how to unsolder the RAM so that we can figure out how to hack it. <laughs> well, I think I, I fix it and or yeah, OWC, and OWC yeah. will probably come up with those options. But, oh. of course, it won't be recommended. It won't right. be It won't be recommended. So, Try it at your own risk, that yeah. sort of thing. I'm not recommending that people go out and do it, but I'm certainly <laughs> going to be paying attention because I just I like to repurpose things. I'm, I'm an old hippie. I just I like to... You know, I like to upgrade things, and I things just don't go to waste here. I've got all kinds of old machines laying around the house. Well, not laying around, but some of them are used being again, used to again, blow I, things up. <laughs> again, I kind of think that you know, it's it's you know, tarred with their own um, a problem of the fact that they make such good machines and they do last yeah, so long anyway. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, that's that's the thing that we've got to remember. We have got mm-hmm. to remember that. So. They last long. I just worry about the fragmentation. I don't like seeing mm, what's, yeah. what's happened to other companies. You know that so much pra- fragmentation, so many different products. But but I have to say, and and I had said this on Twitter before too, that while I do worry about the fragmentation, I do believe that if if it's going to happen, Apple is the best to handle it because of the way that they do push out the updates. Just it goes full circle back to what we were talking about before, how, yes, it is so much easier to upgrade. And I think that that makes a world of difference when you have all of these different devices. At least they can push out the updates and people can get the updates and they're more secure because they do have the most recent security updates and the most recent um, improvements. And that's certainly one thing that Alistair mentioned uh, in in his post in Google+, the fact that they've actually come out with recently two new... New OS updates, iOS 8, and obviously now Mavericks. Sorry, now Yosemite. Yosemite. Uh, and we should remember that. And we do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 
as as was mentioned earlier, Alistair, people do like to moan. But you know, yes, <laughs> you know what would life be if we didn't moan and push these companies on well, a little bit? You right. know, that's we what need, we're going to do. You see, we need the groaners. <laughs> we need the groaners out there, the people who grape and the people that that put everything on point and they, you know raise awareness and that just, sort of thing we do need that just keep, keep them on their toes that's what we're doing but it also brings out people like alistair and you and me and people who who are thinkers and tinkers that can say well now now wait a minute let's think of it this way and you know kind of shed light on it and then people say oh okay okay <laughs> calm down yeah, yeah I, I think sometimes i find myself on both sides of that fence <laughs> absolutely well it's because we're critical and that's not a bad thing yeah. that is perfectly okay and that's what you want in this kind of industry you want to be critical of it because that's the only way that you make improvements if nobody if nobody complained about it then we wouldn't have such great products as we do very so true. it's there's that element that's needed okay so i'm going to rush us on now because i think we okay. uh, we might be going long i think we both agree that it was a good solid performance with some good solid products absolutely mm-hmm. so everybody stand by to stand by and we'll be right back well i haven't done that for a long time <laughs> oh, i like that <laughs> it sounds like Dream. I would love to guess what you see. Now let me tell you something, brother. Gardening is hard work. You gotta trade hard, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, and be ready for anything, brother. Now all you Hulkamaniacs, get out your shovels, your cultivators, and your sunscreen. And listen to the Your Own Victory Garden Podcast on the Stoplight Network. He knows what he's talking about, brother. So what you gonna do when Hulk Hogan builds his raised beds and runs wild on you? The Flying Spaghetti Monster heartily endorses us. Don't believe it? Go ask him yourself. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the final section of the MyMac podcast number, I don't know what number it is, 527, I think it is. Crikey. Yep, 527. They fly past, don't they? Right, now, Gaz, yes? You see, I'm talking to myself. That's that's the madness of St. George, you see, going on here. Not that anyone here is called George, but there you go. Uh, Gaz, nod your head. I'm nodding my head. Gaz's tip. Gaz's tip. Gaz's tip. It's time for Gaz's tip, because I don't have the soundboard files. Go and use Grab for timed screenshots. Grab. What on earth is Grab, I hear you all ask. Are well, you flirting with me? <laughs> well, uh, t- t- yes, yeah, <laughs> yes, but don't say publicly. Oh, okay, okay. It's well, <laughs> Grab is an Apple application on your Mac. I bet you didn't know about that one. Hmm. I've just got to say thanks to Mike Putter over at FME for reminding me about Grab. I did know about it, but I'd completely forgotten about Grab. Now, Grab... Pretty much, you know, you can use Command, Shift and 3 and Command, Shift and 4 to take screenshots. Well, Grab does exactly the same thing. But as I say, it does that little bit extra, which is to give you the opportunity to take a timed screenshot. Typing Grab 
in your spotlight and you'll find out. I'm nodding my head. That's the end of Gaz's tip. That's the end of Gaz's tip. That's the end of Gaz's tip. Yeah, that's that's the end of Gaz's tip. Right, well, yes, I did you know about Grab, Melissa? I do know about Grab. Ah, excellent. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Guy Guy would now have been typing into Spotlight Grab and then he would have gone ooh ah and then jumped into his pick. But as he's not here, who cares? He hasn't got one. Sniff sniff. Sniff sniff. It is quite sad actually. We do we do enjoy our chats on a weekly basis. Um I, Craigie, we've been doing I can't remember how long when we started now. It must have been around two thousand Wow, oh, I can't remember. Guy will remember when he comes back. He'll remind me just how long we've been doing this show. Um, now, do you have a pick for us? I do have a pick, and I think it fits nicely in with the uh, thing that you mentioned earlier. Uh, I guess it was Nemo was talking about movie reviews. Uh, yeah, IMDb. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, IMDb is, is a great app that, you know, helps uh, people. I think it helps prevent divorces, quite honestly, because <laughs> there's always that, you remember that movie with that guy yeah, yeah, who did that yeah, thing yeah, in that I, other movie with that other guy? Yeah, with that what other guy. That guy's name? Yeah, that, that guy had the hair, and the other one, yeah, that, he, he wore glasses. Right. You remember the one with the glasses? Right. not yeah, Guy yeah. Cyril, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, that yeah. guy, but another. <laughs> well, there's another app that I like to use, and I've just discovered it recently within the last, oh, couple months. It's called iShows. And right. I put a link in the show notes, and it's got this little neat icon with the eye. What it does now, I, I want to mention first off, it, it isn't uh, it isn't universal. It's only for the i the iPhone, so it's not okay. going to be. You can put it on your iPad, but of course, you know you have to enlarge the screen. It, it's it's not that bad, but you know it's. I don't mind so much because it's one of those apps where it's kind of like the camera. It kind of has to be on the device that's in your hand or that yep. you have. Uh, so I've really been enjoying using it on the iPhone. But it's, again, it's called iShows. And what it does is it's like a little uh, tracker for all the TV shows and all the series that you watch. And I don't know about you guys, but my husband and I, we don't have a lot of time to watch TV. So nope. what we find ourselves doing is we binge watch. So we'll pick a show. Like we're, we're on all the back. So don't spoil it for me. But we're on all the back episodes of The Big Bang Theory. Right. So And there's so many of them. And he's really good with knowing where we left off and of course we watch it we watch it on Roku and so you know we watch it in the app and it usually lets you know you know where you left off what what you watch but occasionally you forget and sometimes you like to know ahead of time what the next episode is going to be about or in the case of some of these shows, like I know I like to be alerted to when the next episode is aired or um, like you guys get Downton Abbey before we do. And that makes me so sad. <laughs> so I can see like right now. I'm we made it. We should have it first. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's totally fair. I, I'm not saying it's unfair. I'm just still, oh, I want to watch it. So no spoilers. No spoilers. But I can see right now that just by looking at the app, I'm now four behind on the on, on Downton Abbey. <laughs> But uh, it lets me know where I am and how many episodes I've watched. And, you know, you can kind of just check them off. And actually, it kind of makes me feel, you know, I used to think, my God, I don't have any time to do anything. I'm, I'm so behind. I don't, I don't get to do, I don't get to have any fun. But actually looking at this app, I can see all of the shows that I've been watching and all of the things that I've archived. I'm like, gee, hmm, I guess I do actually 
get to have a life sometime. <laughs> oh, I always oh, just saw the new the new episode of Revenge is out, so I got to go watch that as soon as it shows up on my Apple TV. But there you go. So you have iShows, and it's it's basically it helps you log all of the shows that shows that you're watching. It's got gorgeous um, thumbnails and pictures, and it kind of has a, it has an IMDb link in it, so you can actually tap on that and you can Super. go look at the reviews. Um, let's see what do we got here? Gotham. Gotham has a rating of 7.6. So there you go. Nemo would recommend this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's a TV show, I think is if it's above 7, it's a definite pick. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. So um, how much is this in uh, in the U.S.? Because I don't think this is a free app, is it? Right. It's it's U.S. It's $2.99. Uh, I think I it's actually... $1.99 over here. So that's cool. Oh. Better. Cool. So, so it's not that much. I actually got it for free because, um, well, this is sort of a secondary pick, but uh, do you use any kind of um, like a, an app that alerts you to when things go on sale? Because I use App Shopper. Uh, no. What, uh, do you mean um, – uh, yes, I know what you mean now. Yes, yes, you're talking about apps in particular. I was just thinking about a, uh, a website which uh, talks about uh, bargains, which are not particularly apps. But yes, apps. I used yes. to, I, but I don't anymore. Well, this would be one of those ones that, you know, it's US two ninety nine, but every once in a while they do put it on sale for free. I got it for free, and then I think last week they had it for free, so you never know. So stick it in your little wish list. Wish, wish list. Wish list. <laughs> yeah, my wish list. Yeah, your wish list up <laughs> and see. Oh. See. <laughs> see when it goes on sale and grab it. Super. Thanks very much. That's great. Well, um, I've got a pick which I advise nobody buys. Uh, I advise nobody buys because one, it's free. Um, there is a, there is a uh, in-app purchase to upgrade um, to the expert and custom settings of this particular game. But the reason I'm saying don't buy it is because it's old school. Now, yes, I used to be on Windows, and yes, I used to. My ad- condolences. Uh, uh, yes, I know, I know. But I used to enjoy playing Minesweeper. But, you, but you've moved on up, so there you I've go. I've moved on up, but I still like the idea of playing Minesweeper. And I came across it. Now, it's called Minesweeper Deluxe on the Mac. Uh, it is a Mac app. And don't play it because it'll get you frustrated. And you'll basically become uh, obsessed with playing this game. Uh, it's got four settings. Two of those settings, the expert and custom settings, uh, require the payment to unlock. Um, and basically, you've got a grid. Uh, have you ever played Minesweeper? On uh, I've heard this. I've heard this name before, but I, no, I haven't played. Yeah, it. basically, you've got uh, a grid of um, different di- differing sizes, and within that grid, uh, they are hidden cells, um, and beneath those hidden cells are mines, and you have to clear the mines. Oh, well, that sounds a lot like cleaning my kid's room. Yeah. (laughs) Every time you click on a square, if there's a mine, basically you lose. Um, Uh If there isn't a mine, it'll come up with a number or it will clear the area and any related squares where there isn't a mine or there isn't close proximity to a mine. And the number obviously indicates that there is a mine within a related square at either top, so north, east, south or west, but also uh, northeast southwest and all of those angles so any touching square and um yeah it's free download it you do have to sign into game center 
Um, there is an option in there to actually turn Game Center off, but I'm not quite sure what that that's doing quite. Now, Why would that, you want to do that? Well, I don't know. I don't. A lot of people that's put a lot of people off the fact that you've got to sign into Game Center, but I don't have huh. an issue with that. Um, but uh, yes, uh, but just beware. It's one of those games that will frustrate you. Uh, but it's if you're an old Windows person, you'll you'll know exactly what I'm talking about with Minesweeper. Uh, well, you don't have to go out and get a. Uh, a version of Windows and, and sully or, or sully your Mac with uh, going and, and getting um, oh what's the the name of the application you'd need to put Windows on a Mac uh, virtual a virtual um, uh, yeah like VMware a VMware or, yeah you can parallels. you can get Minesweeper Deluxe for the Mac mm. from the yeah. App Store huzzah as everyone would say now I know Guy would be shaking his head there at me but there you go now. <laughs> We didn't have a people's pick until the most recent new member of the uh, Google Plus community, even newer than, um, now I've got to find a name, Heather, that's it, Heather Garda Gether Hardus. Um, we've now got Hive Clamet, who's actually joined the Google Plus community. Yes, yes, everybody, it is Clive Hammett, not Hive Clamet. It is an unusual name, isn't it, Hive? Um, now, he's mentioned iStat menus. Now, this is for Yosemite, um, but iStat menus for Yosemite in the Notification Center. And he's given us a link to uh, said application. And I've just got to see, yes, it costs £1.49 in the UK. Probably costs two forty nine or two ninety nine in the US store. But he's given us a big recommend recommendation for that so if you're on yosemite and you like who doesn't like iStat menus it's a great little app um and uh, they've now got the application ready for the notification center so go is out is iStat mini um i think it's i've just opened it up yeah, actually i think it is it's $1.99 us $1.99 is it iStat mini um, that's it you have to yep. grab that yeah remember it's for yosemite though thanks hive <laughs> <laughs> yeah Okay, now, if you'd like to do... I haven't checked iTunes this week. In fact, I'm not going to check iTunes this week or next week. And if we've got any reviews, that will make Guy very happy when he finally comes back. But if you would like to do an iTunes review, even though very few people go into iTunes for podcasts anymore, <laughs> so I believe, um, it still does us good on the ratings. And we would very much appreciate it. If you do a review, though, send in an email to myself or Guy, and you will receive a prize. It's a wooty, wooty. Oh, well, if that isn't enough incentive, I don't know what is. I don't know what is. No. Anyway, well, if, give, give him a review. Do it. Do it for your mama. <laughs> yeah, do it for your mama. Yeah. And if you want your mama's name on the wooty, tell us. <laughs> and if you don't have a mama, you can do it for me. <laughs> because you are the. I the Mac Mommy. Excellent. Well, except for until the end of October, I'm actually the, the British version or the Halloween version. I'm the Mac Mummy. Ah, uh, uh, right. Yes. I, of course. <laughs> I forgot about that. Now, if you're going to send that um, the email in, you need to send it to guy at mymac.com. That's G-U-Y at mymac.com. Uh, you can also send a tweet to uh, Mr. Guy Searle at twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. <laughs> Uh, you can also send an email to myself, gaz at mymac.com. Catch me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. You can also send uh, a 
Twitter or a tweet to both of us, a joint account which we have, which is uh, Guy and Gaz. That's twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G U I A N D G A Z. Uh, you can also send, I always say this every week, but I don't know why because I don't think many people use it, but there is uh, another email address which is feedback at mymat.com. And finally, in fact, before I get onto the Skype number, where can people contact yourself? Oh, you can find me on the web at The Mac Mommy. I'm on Twitter. Just do a Google search for The, the Mac Mommy and you'll find me. Excellent. Now, we have one more method in which you can contact both Guy and myself. And remember, if you use this method, you could bankrupt Guy, which could be a good thing. It is a Skype number of plus one area code. 703-436-9501. I'll give you that number one more time, just in case you missed it. That's plus one. If you're outside the US, of course, area code 703-436-9501. Now, I think Melissa might have something to say. I do. You know what? <laughs> I think this is the best show I've ever done. And I'm good enough, smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you. Aww. <laughs> End. The end. Sorted. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, <laughs> <laughs> children. Bye-bye. <laughs>Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like Four Pigs, The Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. That will probably end up being in, you know. <laughs> now, I didn't want to do a foreign language because that's Guy's job to put it in because he likes okay. messing with my brain. Of course. <laughs> Thank you ever so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. No, no problem. That's uh, uh, you're always welcome, and I'm sure well, we'll do it again um, sometime. Definitely. When uh, when we'll, we'll, I, I won't say we'll have a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but why not? <laughs> well, okay, fine. We'll have a threesome. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. And then jump back in. It gives us a breather. Sometimes we go and have a drink or... Ah, I always wondered uh, what the breaks were for. <laughs> well, the, well, yeah. Pl plus, we often have a bit of a soundboard war. Ah. Because... <laughs> 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 yeah, we just jump in and we're starting, you know, just be silly. And, and, and it does become a war as well. This is this is where you shake the sillies out. Mm. <laughs> and they, they don't always get shaken out. I know that. No, no, they don't. No, sometimes they get put at the end of the show. Yes. Mm -hmm. Guy does enjoy his uh, snippets at the end. <laughs> I actually did listen to our show while I was driving. And I, I still, even though I was there, I still cracked up. So I think do, it must have been pretty do you funny. Know, do, you know, do you know what, Melissa? I do not like listening to myself back on podcasts whenever I've been on them. But I will always, always listen to <laughs> Guy and myself. Because yeah. it, it, it seems as though um, when we're, we're kind of in a different universe when we're talking to each other. And uh -huh. I don't always remember everything that's gone on. And sometimes it... It, well, I, I always listen back and it always makes me laugh, or generally makes yeah. me laugh. So, <laughs> it's good yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> most odd. Most.